Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Foundations Church, and we just want to welcome you to watch today and, and to be a part of the, the body of Christ, and you can do it from home, and, and we've got a great message this morning, so stay tuned. Don't let go of that dial. Let's read our reading for today, but first let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We just pray for all those that are at home, people in quarantine, people that have lost lives. We pray for their families, and we just lift up this time and ask you, O oh God, to help us, protect us. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's reading is from Ezekiel 37. They call it the dry bones. So the hand of the Lord was on me, and he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was dry bones, talking about Ezekiel. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Hmm, sovereignty, Lord, you alone know. Then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and it will come life to you. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with the skin. And I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied what was said and commanded, and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound, and bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared to them, and skin covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then the, he said to me, prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, breathe from the four winds of the breath, into the slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me to do, and breath entered them. They came to life and stood up on their feet, and oh, a vast army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. Then say, Our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We're cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, This is what the sovereign Lord says, My people, I am going to open your graves, bring you up from them, and bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, old people, will know that I am your Lord. When I open your graves and bring you up forth them, I will put my spirit in you, and you will live. And I will settle you in the land, in your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord, has spoken, and I have done it, declares the Lord. That's the reading for today is Ezekiel 37, talking about a vision or a sight of dry bones, a, a people that have just absolutely dried away. So today I want to talk about, man, quarantine. Self-quarantine is better than forced quarantine. I don't know about you, but right now in North Myrtle Beach, where we're from here, I mean, they're already quarantined, the hotels, motels, no restaurants and bars, and asking people to stay at home as much as possible. So it's a semi, somewhat self, but mostly, you know, forced imposed on us. That's why we're not all together in this church. The season of Lent is that time, and it's amazing that we're, we're fighting against this coronavirus, and we're in the 40 days of Lent, and now this disease has come and has affected our days. Isn't it amazing that we come together for Lent to do what? We prepare to pray, 
We do penance. We repent of all of our sins. We're fasting at this time. We're giving up luxuries. Why? To replicate what Jesus Christ done for us. Wow. And now, here it is upon us. If you weren't doing those things for this season, now's the time. Now we are asked to quarantine. Ten people or less, no church. Second week in a row. So today, our reading from Ezekiel 37, 1 through 14, really shows us who and who were really in, in the issue there was called an exile. The Jewish people were in a place that they were exiled from where they were. They were taken away by the Babylonian culture because they refused to listen to God. They were in total sin and just did not adhere to what God had to say. So they were put, put totally into forced quarantine. I don't know about you, if you do the crime, you go to jail, you're quarantined. If you're here today and the average person in America usually loses about seven to ten days of work a year because they're sick. They go home and quarantine. Even the boss says, don't come to work if you got the flu. Stay at home. So we stay at home all the time. And now we're dealing with a plague that is killing people and it's scaring them. So God allowed that he would allow the people to be exiled by Babylon. He allowed them because of their infidelity, because of their sin. And, and most of all, they just wouldn't listen to God. <laughs> they wouldn't repent. So we could draw some parallels to that today in our own lives. You know, if you see sin, I like to say sin is like, is like the virus. Today, we have the updates of how many nations and countries are affected. <laughs> what does it say? 190 countries are affected by this disease. We also could say that, hey, we're affected with sin in America, in China, in all the countries of the world. God is crying out to us. I'm allowing this to happen, but you guys need to get back with me. Come close to me. God is saying, look, I don't want to force quarantine you. I don't want you to be in exile to sin. I want you guys to live and live an abundant life. So Ezekiel was asked by God, can these bones live? Can America live? Can China live? Can Italy live? And I think it's more of a question today. Spiritually, I'm asking, are you alive spiritually? See, this virus could take me out today and I would die, but I would still win because I'm going to be with my Heavenly Father. As imperfect as I am. He asked him, he said, can these bones live? And Ezekiel said, uh, oh Lord, you know. Maybe that should be our prayer today. Oh Lord, you know what's going to happen. You know where we stand today. Good answer, Ezekiel. He didn't say yes or no. Oh Lord, you know. So God said to Ezekiel, and he prophesied of these bones, and he did. Prophesy literally means to speak, call out God's word. Call God's word out today. That's what we have. It's not FEMA, it's not a government. It's not even the doctors and the hospitals. Call out to God, prophesy. And then the word of the Lord would come forth. He declared it. He said, I will cause breath. I'll put tissue in those dead, dry bones. I will get flesh back on your body in you, and you shall live. That's just awesome. Woo. And then he said, but most of all, you'll know that I'm the Lord thy God. Where are you with God today? Where am I? I mean, I'm challenged too. God, I need so much help. I, I, I repent today. Lord, I'm a sinner. I do crazy stuff, but you love me. So Ezekiel, he did what God said. Everybody else in the land refused to do it, but Ezekiel did. And there it was. The Bible said there was a rattle. The rattle is translated in the Hebrew of being an earthquake. 
So when God's word speaks, it shakes things, it rattles things, it wakes things up. And everything came together. Could you imagine those bones popping together? Man, everything was there. He commanded, he spoke God's word. He didn't speak Ezekiel's words. I'm not speaking FEMA's words. I'm not speaking the doctor's words. I'm speaking God's words today. He commanded breath and they lived and they stood up. The bones stood up and the Bible says that it was a great army. Oh, it's a great army when we stand up for God. But life came in. The Bible says he spoke life and breath. And Israel was then not even great at that point. This is what gets me about this whole story. They were breathing, but they weren't great yet. It was only until verse 14. Verse 14 says, I will put my spirit. Oh, oh, oh. Whew, that gets me excited. He doesn't breathe life in them. They're standing there, a great army. And yet he's saying, but now I'm going to give you something. I'm going to put my spirit within you declares the Lord. See that spirit that lives in us? Greater is he that is in me than he's in the world. See, we have God inside of us that's greater than any virus or disease or sin can hold us down. It can't. But those dry bones had no hope. They had no way of delivering themselves. They were dead, and it says not only were they dry, they were very dry. How are you today? Are you dry today? Think about that. Very dry. Why does Scripture say very dry? You and I know when there's a transplant that needs to happen, save somebody's life from cancer. You've got to get a bone marrow transplant. You've got to dig in that bone and get inside to that juicy, wet part of life in that bone and suck that marrow out and give it to somebody else to live. Those bones didn't even have any marrow. They had no way of saving themselves. But God, in His mercy, in His mercy, when they were cut off, dried up, exiled, quarantined, they were all dead. Just like America needs to wake up. Oh God, we need to cry out and say, God, move again in me. Not in this land or in our government. And don't go cry out and pray for God to move and shake your boss. And, no, change me first. And change me. Because the Bible says that judgment comes to the house of God first. It's the church that's got to wake up first. So the dry bones were dead. I don't know about you, but praise God. It came alive, but it was only until God said, I'll put my spirit inside of you. His own people were dry and dead. Are you God's people this morning? See, sin is that same thing, virus. It's the virus. Sin is a virus. It comes in our life. We cheat, we lie, we steal, we fornicate, we adultery. Whatever the little things we do, we do them. We gossip, and then we just don't. After a while, when you cross the line, you don't know where the line is anymore. So America's crossed the line. But see, an earthly virus may kill us and take us out. But there is no virus worse than sin. That's why Jesus said, I'm going to die for you and me because I can fix that virus of sin that you can't. You're dead. You can't do it. You're a sinner. So praise God, the coronavirus might kill you. But quarantine us from God? No way. Uh-uh. Exile from heaven? No way. I don't want that. So let's prophesy today, speak God's word, open up your heart and say, look, I need to speak God's word today. I don't need to speak other people's word, but speak his word. Prophesy life and not death. Prophesy that your family is going to be restored. Prophesy that things are going to get better whether you live or die. Get it right with yourself. Be right today. Be free to say, I don't care what's around me. I don't care what's trying to attack me. 
But I can say this. He promised his people. He said, you shall serve the Lord your God and I will remove. <laughs> I will remove sickness from the midst of you. What's the key catch? Serve God, not man. Serve God, not the world. Oh, it's so simple. They didn't have to have disease. They didn't have to be quarantined. We don't either if we just serve God. And He's a loving God and a good God. So today I just want to encourage you. It's better to self-quarantine. Stay away. Get quiet with God. Do those things. Take your time. Use it wisely. Don't get into fear, but stay into faith. But know this. The worst virus at all is sin. And I first and foremost stand before you and say, God, forgive me of all my sins. Things I've thought of I shouldn't have. Things I've seen I shouldn't have. We just start right there and humbly ask God to forgive us. And He does. That's the season of Lent. Looking at ourselves, not our neighbors. So today we're all alone in houses, but praise God, you win. So I would like to end this with this prayer. Second Chronicles 7.14 says this, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Ladies and gentlemen, it starts with you and I. And that's what we need to do today. Self-quarantine ourselves, and while you're quiet and you can't go to the places you normally go, sit before the Lord and say, Lord, fix me. Change my heart. Get rid of the bitterness, unforgiveness. Anything that you ask Him to show you, He will show you. <laughs> Man, I've been stepped on all week about this sermon. But I love you guys. Praise God, we hope we'll be able to hug again soon. But for now, check yourself. Pray to God. Let Him forgive you. And get out of the quarantine, the forced quarantine, and stay in a self-quarantine. God bless you. Love you guys. Have a great week.